After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Welcome to Greater Good Radio Hawaii, where leaders inspire leaders. Greater Good Radio Hawaii is dedicated to social entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Evan Leong, and with me is my co-host, Carrie Leong. Thank you, Evan. Today's guest is Jim Tollefson, President and CEO of the Chamber of Commerce of Hawaii since 2002. Mr. Tollefson is also an active member in the community, where he serves on multiple boards and committees. Please welcome to Greater Good Radio, Jim Tollefson. Hi, good to be here. So as President and CEO of the Chamber of Commerce, can you tell us what your role entails? Well, my role really is to provide the leadership to the Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce uh, is an organization that's been around for 155 years, and our main objective is to provide uh, support for businesses in the state to help them grow, be successful, and uh, create jobs. How did you get this position? Well, actually, I, I got this position because I had been on the board of the Chamber of Commerce for seven years when I was at Bank of Hawaii, and uh, for the last year I was on the board, I was actually chairman of the Chamber of Commerce, and uh, in, in uh, 2001, I uh, left the bank, and one month later, I became the president of, uh, of the Chamber of Commerce. What kind of support are you guys offering businesses? Well, we provide uh, all types of uh, support for businesses. We provide uh, training. We provide uh, networking seminars. But we also provide issues events where we're able to, to assist uh, businesses, especially small businesses that don't have access, say, to, uh, to the governor, to the mayor, opportunities to come to uh, breakfasts, lunches, and have an opportunity to be up close and personal with uh, some of the key uh, decision makers, both uh, politically and business-wise in the state. Also, we work very closely with the, uh, the military here in the state. We're the uh, key uh, liaison between the business community and the, uh, and the military. And as you know, uh, behind tourism, military really represents our number two component in the uh, state. Before you joined the Chamber of Commerce, what attracted you to it? I mean, before you joined it. I was involved with the Chamber of Commerce uh, several years ago back in California, in Southern California, in the San Diego area. And I saw how the Chamber could play a, a key role in, in helping businesses, again, uh, uh, not only survive, but to thrive. Both, uh, again, providing uh, training and, and networking opportunities, but also a key issue that they, uh, that they provide and that we provide is uh, is to work uh, uh, as advocates for businesses in the state, both at the uh, state level, the legislature, the administration, and also with the city and county, and, and in some cases with our congressional delegation. And that was true in California. It's true here, too. And do you think that you're attracting more new business people, more experienced business people, or people closer to retiring? <laughs> Oh, you mean as uh, a chamber of members? Yes. Uh, we attract uh, all uh, all all types of businesses, uh, large and small. So uh, it it is very uh, a very diverse uh, portfolio, so to speak. When I was learning about the Chamber of Commerce, I just recently became a member. They shared with me how organizations such as the Aloha United Way and some other large organizations that we're all familiar with 
were born out of the Chamber of Commerce. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, that's correct. I mean, if you, uh, as I said earlier, we've been around for 155 years, and uh, we're actually formed under the re- uh, reign of King Kamehameha III. That was even before my time. We, uh, we help, uh, uh, in effect, uh, develop the monetary system for the state, for the, actually for the kingdom at that time. And uh, then over the years, uh, back in uh, 1901, uh, we founded the Retail Merchants of Hawaii that still are very strong and, and they're doing a great job. In 1903, we founded the Hawaii Visitors Bureau, which is now the HVCB. Back in 1919, uh, we founded the Aloha United Way. In 1937, we founded the uh, Mental Health Association of Hawaii. And a critical uh, time in 1941, just a few months before Pearl Harbor, we were one of the founders, I should say, of the Blood Bank of Hawaii. How did these organizations come about when you say that you helped founded them? Well, I think that, uh, you know, going back to the early 1900s, I think people realized in the state that we lived in a very state at that time territory, that we lived in a very uh, wonderful uh, location. I'm sure that businesses got together and and believed that we should organize relative to the Visitors Bureau and to uh, create opportunities for people to come and visit the great state of Hawaii, or at that time, the great territory of Hawaii. That was uh, a driving factor back then. Obviously, the blood bank uh, situation, I think it became evident as blood banks were being formed throughout the mainland that we needed one here in Hawaii. So the businesses got together through the chamber to help found that. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. How do you sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who donates 6% of sales to make more money? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. How do you get 100 stores and 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. Greatergoodradio.com You're listening to Greater Good Radio Hawaii. Please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. Today's guest is Jim Tollefson, President and CEO of the Chamber of Commerce of Hawaii since 2002. Mr. Tollefson is also an active member in the community where he serves on multiple boards and committees. Okay, so the idea of these groups helping to come up with a new nonprofit organization, are they just ideas that they discuss within their meetings or is it like just a smaller group within the chamber? How does it go about about actually founding these larger nonprofit organizations? Well, I'm sure that many of these organizations were, were, came about in different ways. Probably people uh, looking for ways to uh, contribute back to the community and to help the community would see a, um, a need and then would uh, organize to uh, help satisfy that need. But I'm sure in some cases it was uh, one or two people coming together. In some cases it might have been a group of people saying, you know, this makes sense. We need to get together and do this. 
Again, because the Chamber was and is the premier business organization in the state, a lot of businesses felt it important, a lot of business people felt it was important to do these sorts of things. So as a business person, do you think that that's one of the advantages? Is it, you know, I want to give back to the community, but I don't want to just go and do an organization on my own. I can join the Chamber of Commerce to meet friends and network and at the same time learn and join them as a group to give back to the community? Well, that's true. I, I, I think that uh, joining an organization like the Chamber provides that, that opportunity. I, I think you'll find, and, and you've found, as you've talked with uh, many of the, the previous people that have been on the program, that there is a, a real um, desire in the, in the business community here to give back. I have to say, uh, I've lived in many uh, cities across the, uh, the United States, and one of the things that impressed me when I first came and still continues to impress me is the, the amount and the degree of giving back to the community in this, in this, uh, in this city, in this state. It, it, it truly is a, is a great thing that, uh, that you see. And you see lots of business people out there who will give uh, hours and hours and dollars and dollars of their own time to uh, help support uh, uh, very important and critical issues. So with the committees that the chamber has, I know they have a military committee, a government affairs committee, and several other committees. For the business people that don't actually see how that works, how does that work within the chamber? You know, what, what do they actually do? How do they engage these, um, you know, these organizations such as the government or military? How does that work? Well, that's a great question. Uh, we're a, um, a volunteer-driven organization, and uh, although we have a, a staff, of, a small staff of about 14 people, the uh, the key ingredient is the involvement of the of the businesses business people and the businesses in the community so the the way that works organizationally is that many business people will join these various committees uh, you mentioned the government affairs committee you mentioned the military uh, affairs committee we've got an educational committee we've got an environmental committee we've got a human resources committee uh, a tourism and visitor industry committee and this is where people are able to get involved and, and help communicate what they feel is important. We then take this information and this uh, desire that is uh, expressed by the businesses and either work again with the legislature or the administration of city and state if it requires legislative action, or in some cases it doesn't require legislative action and will work for other ways to help solve issues or improve other uh, challenges. So the chamber committee actually meets with the lawmakers and legislators and they try to do these things together? No, not necessarily. In some cases, uh, yes, uh, certain committees will send uh, delegations to meet with legislators. But in most cases, uh, that uh, that direct contact is made through myself and my staff and, uh, and uh, normally our chair uh, and uh, key members of, of the board. Now, one of the things that we are trying to do and we are doing is to get more business involvement because the, it's important for businesses to um, do that, to, to go directly and, and talk with the legislators. And we, we can help facilitate that and lead that. So if you want more business involvement, I know there's probably results coming out of these committees that most business people probably don't even hear about. What would some of those be? You mean the results that are coming out? Yeah, so the committee meets, they deal with the legislature, great things happen. We don't really know that it originated at the chamber. So as business people, what things are originating out of the chamber in these committees that would make us want to 
Okay, let, let me give you, I think, an excellent example that happened this past uh, year, in fact, the past few months. We all became aware on uh, July 1st that Pearl Harbor Naval Shipyard was being considered to be added to the base realignment and closure list. That's called the BRAC. And, and that is a, uh, an initiative that takes place uh, from time to time at the national level to identify what military facilities can be closed or reduced in size to save money for the government. And when we found out that the Pearl Harbor Naval Shipyard was going to be considered to be added to that list, our Military Affairs Council, our committee of military uh, committee, uh, sprung into action and helped coordinate, in fact, I would say helped lead a group of people and organizations, including our congressional delegation, the uh, governor's office, the uh, mayor's office, the Navy, the shipyard, the unions, and we all came together and worked together. And the end result was that the shipyard was not placed on the closure list, consequently taking out of jeopardy approximately 6,000 jobs with an economic impact of the state of over a billion dollars a year. So there is one case where the uh, the chamber, through one of its committees, stepped up and really took a decisive and successful action. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Is the greatest part of your workday the leftover lasagna you packed for lunch? Is it quickly becoming apparent that you and everyone you know are smarter than your boss? Just how satisfying is it to wear an untucked shirt on Fridays? It's time you stopped filling a position and started being fulfilled with a job that excites you every day, not just payday. And now is the perfect time to demand more of the work week. The Honolulu Star Bulletin and Midweek work with Monster so you can live up to your potential right here. Your calling is calling. Find it at starclassifieds.monster.com. We're back with Jim Tollefson, President and CEO of the Chamber of Commerce of Hawaii since 2002. Jim, can you give us some examples of companies that have joined the Chamber of Commerce and have either taken really good advantage of networking or whatever the Chamber has to offer and a success story is basically what I'm looking for. Of companies that have, that have joined the Chamber? Yeah. I, I think we see this, um, we see it almost every time. I'd say every time we have a gathering of businesses. We do various types of uh, networking opportunities. I'll give you an example. Every month we do a new member welcome, where we will have our new members come to the chamber, actually come to our chamber facilities, and in a very informal way spend about an hour, hour and a half together. And I guarantee you every time there are people that are exchanging business cards and there are people that are finding opportunities with each other. We see this in all of our events. It, it is, um, it's amazing to see what happens when you bring the parties together. So, um, you know, I, I won't give you a, a, a specific example. They're, they're there. But uh, I know there are many opportunities where people have just been able to say, hey, this is an opportunity that I want to take advantage of. Are you able to give us some examples of some of the seminars or speakers that you have offered and maybe some success stories of members that have come up and shared with you 
how impacting it was for them? I could sure do that. One of our most successful uh, seminars or training events is uh, we do every every August, and that is in conjunction conjunction with the Torkelson Katz uh, Law Firm, and that is our labor law seminar. All of us in business, we know that understanding uh, human resources and labor law is extremely important. It's important for us to provide the uh, proper level of support for our uh, for our employees. And it's also important for the businesses to to know so they they frankly don't get into trouble. And every year we uh, conduct this uh, seminar in August. We have 400 people attending and their businesses from the largest businesses in town who will send their human resource officers to this to small small shops of uh, you know people that have maybe one or two employees. And they come to this on an annual basis and are able to learn what the latest laws are and then also gain a, a workbook and CD-ROM that they can uh, utilize through the year, plus the fact they have direct access to uh, law attorneys. So that's one example. Another example is that we uh, had a very successful guerrilla marketing seminar where we had approximately 80 uh, uh, members attend. And this was a uh, unique a seminar where the presenter who had written the book on guerrilla marketing was able to help people realize how they can, for just a few dollars, uh, make an impact on the marketplace. And I had several people after that session come to me and say, this is really great. They, they really learned something and were able to apply it in their own businesses. What value did you see in the uh, Don Soderquist Pacific Leadership Forum seminar that you, you folks had helped to sponsor? Well, I thought that was an excellent, excellent uh, forum. Uh, the uh, former uh, vice chair, I believe, of, of Walmart. You know, the two key messages that came out of that to me uh, was number one: it was leadership. It is all about leadership. It's about leadership and integrity. And without leadership and integrity, you can't, frankly, have good leadership without integrity. And if you have integrity without leadership, it doesn't. It's good to have, but it doesn't always work. So the the life lessons, the stories that came out of that, the true uh, case studies that came out of that uh, seminar were excellent. I I uh, hope that that process, that series, will continue because I know that the people that did attend that two day seminar all came away with uh, some valuable uh, lessons. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Feeling fine, we're staying cool on Hawaiian time. Neptunites, the sunshine in your mouth. Neptunites, for bubble tea supplies in your home, at a party or business, contact Bubble Tea Supply at 948 2622 or online at bubbletea.com. Neptunites, the sunshine in your mouth. How do you sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. 
Who donates 6% of sales to make more money? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. How do you get 100 stores and 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. Greatergoodradio.com. You're listening to Greater Good Radio Hawaii. Please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. Today's guest is Jim Tollefson, President and CEO of the Chamber of Commerce of Hawaii since 2002. Jim, if I'm a new member of the Chamber of Commerce, what would be the best way to take advantage of everything that the Chamber of Commerce has to offer, knowing what you know? Well, the best way to, uh, to t- take advantage of it is to get involved. Again, we're a membership-driven organization, so it's important that you uh, do get involved, that you do sign up for a uh, committee, that you uh, attend, take advantage of the opportunities to attend, again, not only the networking, uh, but the training sessions, the uh, forums that we put on for, for information and for education, and let us know what's important to you. We're in the process right now of uh, surveying all of our members to have them tell us what their most important issues are, and what the priorities are. We, we truly uh, need that. We need to know what, uh, what the business community wants and needs, and so we can uh, properly represent them. Now, I spend a lot of time out with members and with businesses, and I hear, I get a lot of feedback, but this is more of a formalized way of hearing from our members. So to get involved is the key ingredient of success. And how would somebody get involved with the Chamber of Commerce if they're not a member already? If they're not a member already, they can give me a call, 545-4300, extension 388. That's 545-4300, extension 388. We'd sure like to talk with them, and and, uh, and I'd, I'd sure like to talk with them and, and tell them more about what the Chamber can do for them. question I'm wondering is you've been involved with the Chamber of Commerce for a, a fairly long period of time. Mm-hmm. What are the primary benefits you think you've gained from your involvement with the Chamber of Commerce? Well, somebody asked me once what it was like being the president of the Chamber of Commerce, and it truly becomes a lifestyle. And what I mean by that is that you truly become involved in the community. You become involved with all businesses, large and small. And to be successful, you have to really believe in what these businesses are doing. So what I gain from this is an opportunity to, to what I believe is give back to the community, but I, I have to say I get much more back from it myself. I get things back from it when I see that we're able to, to affect change and, and improve the situation here in Hawaii. You know, Hawaii uh, has changed a lot since I first got involved. In fact, when I first got involved back in the mid-'90s, we were kind of in the middle of the doldrums. There was a lot of pessimism out there and and, uh, concern about where Hawaii really was going. Today, it's much different. Uh, Although we're we're always uh, aware that things can change, we see a lot of growth and and we see a lot of opportunity for people. And and when the unemployment rate is 2% or less, there's just a lot of opportunity. Now, there are challenges in that regard that, that we're working on at the Chamber because we do have some workforce development issues that everybody I meet says uh, we're having a tough time finding people and keeping people, but I'd much prefer to have that challenge than when we were in the other situation. So being right in the heart of business, you talk to business leaders every single day, you meet with government all the time. What 
in your opinion, is the outlook for Hawaii's future from here on out? From here on out, it's a long way, a long time. I think the outlook for Hawaii is very positive. I'm an optimist, and uh, I think we have some great potential here. But I think we all have to work together. I really see uh, Hawaii much as a um, canoe. When we do have problems in Hawaii, it's normally because we're not pulling together. We got half of the half of the canoe team crew is uh, pulling one way, and the other half is is not pulling at all, or or whatever. So, I think for us to be successful now and in the future is that we have to find ways to all work together. And I, I'm talking about the business community working together. I'm talking about, frankly, business and labor coming together to work together. I'm talking about the government and and businesses working together, all of the um, components of the of the economy working together. Because we do have some uh, some tremendous potential. Now we have we have challenges, but uh, again, I've worked in many and lived in other parts of the country, and uh, I'd much prefer to have the challenges we have here because I think we have a tremendous future. And do you have any last success story or inspirational story you can leave us with? Well, I guess my personal uh, thought is I just feel blessed to be here. I grew up on a farm in Kansas. I look out the window now and I see the ocean, I see the mountains, and more importantly, I see the great people that live here. I think that for those people who are uh, looking and thinking about what they want to do, uh, not when they grow up, but what they want to do later in life, I think, again, you'll always uh, have to look at the glass as being half full, and not half empty, and realize that there's some great opportunities here, and uh, just take advantage of them. Thanks for joining us today on Greater Good Radio. For more information or a transcript of today's show, please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. This is your host, Evan Leong and Carrie Leong, saying please join us next time for another episode of Greater Good Radio, Hawaii. <laughs> 